Hello, and welcome to another episode of Musing with the Magister. My name's Raymond, and I'm one-third of the Exterminatus podcast, a weekly competitive podcast centered on Warhammer 40,000. And this is my podcast to kind of just talk about whatever I'd like to talk about in both AOS and 40K. So, it's July, and summer in Arizona. And this is a particular time of Ari- in Arizona, summer, where the humidity rises. And there's always a chance of storms. But, something about when the humidity's up during the summer kind of makes me think of when I first started getting in the hobby. I first started getting the hobby back in, well, it was probably started back in June of 2013, when I, while I was playing Friday Night Magic on a a fairly regular basis, but the Friday Night Magic crowd at where I played was full of a lot of people who liked to net deck, which is where people take the deck list of armies or decks that are doing well and buying all those cards and playing the decks. Which it's not common everywhere, but it is common when it comes to magic. Especially when you start looking at the competitive stuff. So, I had to contend with that. I've never really been a net decker or a net lister when it comes to anything, really. So I always just brought my own stuff. And one night after my third time of going up against the same list of the evening, I walked over to the miniature and board game shop that was next door to the card shop that they kind of had an archway where people could walk back and forth without going outside and I ended up just kind of walking around and looking at the boxes of various models for various games because they did have more than just Warhammer and at the time fantasy and some of the things caught my eyes. A couple games caught my eyes. And I started looking into them. Because I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to do magic anymore. So, I started looking into them. And I kind of discounted fantasy first out of the three games that I was looking at. Because I didn't see anybody playing that game. And, you know, if I want to play something at a game shop, I want to play something that other people are playing too. So that left me with 40k and another game. Which, I'll say it, it was Warmer Hordes. And I thought, well, I've got an iPod. 
maybe there are podcasts about the games. So I typed in the only thing that could come to mind for me, which was, you know, Warhammer 40,000. And I don't remember exactly what I typed in for the Warmer Hordes. I'm fairly certain I didn't type out Warmer Hordes. I'm pretty sure I typed in War Machine and Hordes. But when I was looking, I could only find podcasts for Warhammer 40,000. I did later find out that there were podcasts for the different Warmer Hordes stuff, but I never found it. I don't know why, but it, that's how it happened. So I started looking more and more to 40, 000, Warhammer 40,000 because... I can listen to people talk about it. Maybe that means I'll get a better idea of the game itself. It is. <laughs> I, you know, was listening to episodes of. See, I believe my first introduction to the game via podcast was the Eleventh Company, and I believe the independent characters as well. So, when I wasn't listening to the podcasts, I was going over the wikis. And I was using that to try to figure out which faction I wanted to play. Because while there are more factions now than there were then, there are still plenty of factions to choose from. And the first faction, going through the wikis, it sounded interesting, was the Adeptus Mechanicus. The only problem was, at the time, they weren't a playable faction yet. So I had to go to the next one. Well, the one that sounded closest to them was the Necrons. And then I was also kind of interested in the Tyranids, because they were one of the models... Uh, boxes that stuck out a lot to me. So, I looked into both of them, including listening to podcasts that talked about the codexes that were out at the time. And the Necrons kind of stuck out as the better choice to start with, because Tyranids, I would need to buy a lot to really get started. And With the reanimation protocols, I had a chance of playing the game a little bit longer and thus, you know, getting a better grasp of the rules. At least that's how I saw it. So, I went to the game shop and ended up picking up the Battle Force box for Necrons, which... If you're kind of a newer person to the hobby, it's what came out before the start collecting. It... I can't remember the, the price range, but it was somewhere between the start collecting prices and the newer Battle Force boxes that we see that are like patrol detachments. The only downside was, generally speaking, it didn't come with characters, you know? No HQs or anything like that. So, I bought that box, but I still couldn't actually play the game. 
So, I jumped on a forum while I was looking into how I was going to finish building out the army and started looking for someone who I could play the game with as I learned because I'm not one of those people who could just read a, a rule book from front to back and actually get it. I actually need to learn by playing the game. That's not to say I did not read the rule book at all. I did. It's just for it to really become something for me to understand, I need to play the game. So I did eventually find my first opponent, and I played a fair amount of games against him. He's my co-host, Eric, from the Experimentatus podcast, and I didn't realize it until after a while that he was also one of the co-hosts of the 11th Company, which is why, when I played him, his voice sounded sort of familiar. <laughs> so. so, when I started in 2013, 6th edition was kind of just a few months old. Um, I can't actually tell you how, mi- how many months old, because I wasn't there from the start, and I never thought to look up. I do know that only four codexes were out at the time. The Dark Angels, the Chaos Space Marines, the Eldar, and the Tau were the only 6th edition codex at the time. So, I started learning to play 6th edition with the 5th edition codex. Which meant I also had to learn some of the FAQs and changes in between. (laughs) And I've pretty much stuck with the game ever since. I did eventually try out... Fantasy. And... It was alright. I mean, my only issues with the game were the cost, because it's... It was to to get started. It was more expensive than forty k. At least when I did the math. But it was fun. When iOS came out, I decided to jump into that, and I've still got a couple armies for that. I play it every now and then with one or two people I know. It's certainly not something I play at tournaments. Because it's kind of hard enough to be for me to be competitive in a tournament scene for a one game system, let alone try to do two. And I don't really have a whole lot of time to be to play in the tournament scene of any of them right now, to be honest. So. You know, I've, I've kept with the game. I haven't necessarily kept with my Necrons the whole time. Let's be honest, I kind of developed what I call Faction ADD. And that's because I think I kind of try to find that feeling I got when I was first learning the game and first starting to collect, where it was really, you know, there was an enjoyment there that's not quite the same now. You know, eight years down the road. (laughs) 
and it's also the fact that as kind of a narrative-minded person, I really enjoy the stories, and that kind of makes me want to collect those armies. I did eventually have an Adeptus Mechanicus army for a little while. I never really did much outside of collect the stuff in the boxes before I ended up trading it out. Uh, you know, I've, I've traded armies, I've sold armies, I've bought armies. And at this point in time, I'm sitting on, I'd say, three armies that I really kind of focus on when it comes to the idea of playing any, any kind of tournaments. That is Primaris Space Marines. I think everybody, almost everybody I know has at least one Space Marine army, whether or not they do anything with it. Um, second is my Thousand Sons, which I've got their symbol tattooed on my arm. And Necrons, which I don't have the original Necrons that I first got. I had traded those off to get some Tyranids. I still have those Tyranids. It's one of those uh, factions that I decided to keep. And But what I do have at this point is what I call the Necrons. It's all the new stuff. And in each of those three armies, I have 2,000 points. I've made 2,000 points lists. Have I actually played in tournaments with them? Well, the Thousand Suns, yes. Um, granted, I play. It was like the only game of eight. Uh, yeah, it was eighth edition that I had played in like two years, and it was at a tournament, <laughs> a GT level event of all things. And it was fun. Did I do well? No. Not at all. But it was still enjoyable. And, I mean, here we are in 9th edition. I'm eagerly awaiting the new Thousand Suns Codex because it got pushed back from its initial original release date because of the uh, COVID virus. I've got the Necrons Codex. It was the first codex I picked up. And, of course, I've got the Space Marines Codex. I even picked up the Blood Angels supplement because I had considered painting them up as a custom successor chapter or as Flesh Terrors. I later changed my mind, but I still like to have the books to kind of glance over them. So. So, that's actually pretty much all I wanted to talk about in this. Kind of just me reminiscing. You're not going to hear me do a commercial for the Anchor app in this episode. Mostly just because... Didn't really feel like a subject they could talk about and take a break, and I'm not one of those people who like to throw any kind of advertisements at the beginning of a podcast. It is a decent app. 
there's a reason that I actually have those ads because while I'm sure there are easier ways to go about doing a podcast, this one's actually really great. And, I mean, it's easy in and of itself. The trick comes from, I guess, the editing, which I don't really do a whole lot of outside of splicing in the commercials and cutting out spots where there's a fair amount of silence. (laughs) So, I'll probably have a little bit more concise and more to the point subject for my next episode later this week. I still plan on trying to keep to a two episode a week, roughly Tuesday through Thursday release schedule, and I hope you continue listening. <laughs>